Shut your ass up. Yeah. <laughs> looking, like, looking like a big ass bobblehead. Shut your ass up. No way, it looked like a ninja turtle and shit. <laughs> Nigga, looking like a ball chinian. <laughs> ball chinian? A ball chinian. Shout out to the people who watch Men in Black. I watch it. I don't even know them niggas' name like that, bro. Oh, yeah. You'll see it. Just type in ball chinian. You'll love uh, Anyway, we are live on Instagram. Oh, wow. Oh, we live. Oh, yeah, we're live, nigga. Hello (laughs) to the world. Joy to the world. They see the real you. We ready for real? I'm good to go. We here. I'm chilling. Theme song music. Yeah, they don't like me. I'ma live my life anywhere. I ain't fucking with it. If she ain't watching anime, you know the finest women in the world. You know they cosplay. Pocket full of money. Yeah, yeah. Man, I came to play. Yeah, yeah. Drop top. Yeah, yeah. Drop top. Yeah, yeah. All summer. Yeah, yeah. I won't stop. Yeah, yeah. Be going crazy. It's a whole vibe. Oh, That's hard. Blowing kisses and shit. Anyway. This thing here. You didn't see that. Welcome to Nerd on the Street. We are live today for a really great conversation. You know what I'm saying? Are you eating uh, ice so- cream? Yes, nigga. What's <laughs> you better not talk to me over there. Eat a full course breakfast, nigga. Don't talk to me. <laughs> I did. But then, nigga, you got, you got dessert. And not only that, not only that, he over there getting cake too on the phone. Like, right. oh. uh, I like what you did there. You was trying to be creative. Look at you. Look at you. <laughs> Anywho, it ain't we, have, for no reason. we have okay. our, our guest today, which is going oh. to be Captain Diesel. Hey, man. A real man. nigga. Still and thing, this man. is his the then and now podcast. And where else can they find you? Uh, YouTube, uh, Captain Diesel Dojo. That's like my own personal channel where you'll see any other video essays I do or vods from my streams. I got a static video that I'm collaborating with Kiori on. Be there. Whenever I get that script done and edited and all that good stuff. And then, of course, we have my come in over here. Um, background audio. With the background audio, right? I'm with my granny. Don't be hating because y'all ain't hanging out with y'all granny. All right? Don't be hating. Introduce anyway, yourself. It's, it's your boy. You know what I mean? The comment, KJM, score men, dot five to know that's the base. Catch me at Universal Base. Catch me on What It Sound Like podcast. We get your best reviews and interviews. And then catch me on Bulletproof Entertainment. I'll tap in. No capping. Rather, if you're a nerdy, you've seen it. Then what's your opinion? With my girl, Dr. Kaori. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, well, let's get it. Let's have this debate. You know what I'm saying? Let's get this combo. You know what I'm saying? You ain't got your squad with you, so you might lose today. So it's you know, it's what's right and what's wrong at this point. Honestly. Who's squad? Your squad. Who needs that? Yeah, you. Who needs a squad? I don't. Need every a time, every time you lose it in a conversation, Daddy, come here. Oh, let me call this person. You, 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 you know what I'm saying? You oh, I don't need a squad for this. You do. I don't need a squad for this. You I don't. Do. I don't. Is the thing is I don't need a squad for this. I'm good on this on my own. On oh, this one specifically, not to the not the past stuff. Okay, I don't I need a squad you. for this one. Okay. So today's conversation. Um, if you guys have followed me on TikTok, you already know how I feel about the the the, the Civil War situation in the MCU. And today we are going to be talking about Captain America versus Tony Stark. Who was right? 
who was wrong, and why was Tony wrong to begin with? Goddamn disloyal. <laughs> I would just say that first and foremost. So now, um, just based on the conversations that I've had with multiple people, I have been kept. I have been Team Captain America from the get go. When they announced Civil War, I already knew that I was going to be Team Captain America because Tony was fucking up. Tony was fucking up. But the first point we're going to address was a video that I created on TikTok to promo this conversation. And it was, of course, three things that I really feel like people should go ahead and get into their mind. And one of those things which caused a lot of conversation between Tony and myself was that Captain America and Tony Stark, all the way up until Civil War, where this shit breaks out, were not friends. Yeah, they were, in fact, only co-workers. Now, you can feel free to disagree and tell me why. I don't. Co-workers. You don't disagree? Okay. So, so this is my thing, right? Because I asked her the same thing when it came to talking about men in black, K and J. Were they co-workers or were they friends, right? Because we see that these friendships develop rather rather not if they initially met as friends or they met in the field or met at work. They friendship and their bond grew into deeper than just a friendship. It turned into a fellowship. It turned into a brotherhood. It turned into past that. Like literally Tony looks, I mean, yeah, Tony looks up to Cap. You know what I'm saying? And Cap looks up to Tony for various different reasons. They are both leaders of the Avengers. She says it was only Cap. I say it was Tony too. However, it's like that Superman and Batman dynamic that they have. One is a moralist. One is the person that's willing to sacrifice everything for the greater good. We know who those two characters are. Now, with that point being said, I feel as though, had, even though they they met on some blood and heads type of shit, they eventually became more like brothers, which is why when she gets into the point that she gets, she's going to bring up, the reason why Tony re- <laughs> acted the way that he acted is because he was heartbroken. He's like, damn, bro, you, you my brother too. Like, I understand this is your little bro from back when, but at the end of the day, nigga, I've been in the field fighting with you since so-and-so. You know what I'm saying? My daddy knew you. You know what I'm saying? Like, this my old- Yeah, you knew my daddy. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> no way. Kill back. Let me go ahead and, and rebuttal a couple of those points. Um, the, the key reason you can say... So they have ex- exact examples in the Avengers itself showing what a friendship in the workplace looks like and the co-workers look like. Bruce Banner... And Tony are friends. Those yes. niggas hung out outside of yes. work, developed projects together, shared each other's dreams and ideals, did a whole Ultron thing. They are friends. Mm. Their coworkers turn friends. Yes. This nigga Cap and him are just coworkers. You can mm. admire your coworker. You can you can respect. look at them as a good person, respect them, and not be friends with the niggas. And to your Batman and Superman point, those niggas are friends because those niggas hang out outside of work. This mm. nigga Batman invited Superman to his fucking wedding and vice versa. Mm. Them niggas, kids hang out together. They are friends. They're co-workers turned friends. This nigga Tony and Cap, hell, even in the comics a lot, them niggas are just co-workers that respect each other and do their job. That's not true. Home. That is not true. That's not, no, you, that's, not, that's how I know you're not a Marvel reader. 
Because that's all right. Not so, so when it comes to the MCU, I very much agree. Bruce and Tony are friends, and like I bring up all the time. We, at the end of Avengers, when everybody's together, so him and Tony ready to go head to head, toe to toe, put on the suit. Everything special about you comes out of a fucking bottle, and I'm about right. to beat your ass because why would you say that to me? <laughs> um, and then you know what happened after Avengers? Where did Tony go? Tony and Bruce hopped in the car together. If anybody of the team, besides the obvious ones, are friends, it would be Natasha and Cap. Mm-hmm. Because they hang out outside of work. That is his work wife. And, and I will say this point on here because I know somebody in I know who's who's going to be watching the show and they're gonna be mad when I say this. Natasha to Captain America is what Peggy Carter wanted to be to Captain America. Mm-hmm. And yeah. was definitely. Oh, is that Pops? Was that Pops? No. No, oh, this is my friend. Weapon, Tony was never friends. Yes, yeah, they were not you. friends. And so the thing is, and I said before Civil War because that man know, has an immaculate like, beard. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> later on they started to develop a friendship, but then of course it's something that keeps cracking and breaking. And so my thing is, is if you and Cap are friends, you know, and and like he said, I was going to bring up that whole situation where he was like. He's my friend. And then Tony's like, I was your friend too. First of all, nigga, no, you weren't. Number one. And number two, if if it's a friendship like you're trying to paint it out to be, why couldn't you tell Cap and the rest of the team about what you were trying to do when it came to Ultron? Because essentially that's when it that's when it broke. I want to chime in. If you wanted to be like if if I want to chime in. Now, if it's a friendship like how you was trying to say it, you could have told Cap, no matter what he's about to say to you, you could have still told about the plan. Who did you tell about the plan? Bruce. Why? Because Bruce is your friend. I don't even know about that. Yeah, niggas are not friends. Like, I'm like, I don't got to think about my personal projects at home. Building, I, I, like, if I'm me and, me and Bruce building a car, like, we rebuilding a car at the crib, I do not have to tell you that. You are my coworker. You Exactly. Nine to five. After that, like we'll hang out at the like in the world. We'll hang out at the work parties. That's cool. Like all the all the employees and coworkers are there. We'll try to let those hammer and shit. We'll have fun. Friday at nine eight Oh. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Like past that, when we clock out, we can hang out at work parties and work events. That's cool. But. That was Tony and Bruce's love child that they did in their own personal time. That was their dreams, aspirations. They wanted to have a suit of armor on every continent. Cap, that was Cap, their thing. That was Cap, their idea. Cast is not supposed to be involved in any of that. Oh, my God. Go ahead. <coughs> Mike, Mike, check one, two, one, three. Okay, so for the first point that was brought up, oh, he did the everything special about you was in a bottle. Woo, woo, woo. Okay. For first and foremost, the same way that you're trying to bring that up as a point to say that they were not friends is the same point of saying, okay, Bucky and Bucky and uh Cat must not be friends because they actually met beefing. That's literally how they met. You feel me? He was actually bullying Cat light lightweight when they first met. And he they developed a friendship just the same way that Tony and him develop a friendship. The most the, the closest bonds normally be the person that you fight with the most, i.e., me and Jew, i.e., Hulk and Thor. 
They fight the well, most. We're talking about MCU, the that's not true. And that's what I did. I not just say Hulk and Thor. That's no, MCU. I said in the MCU between him and Bucky, that's not true. We're talking about MCU, Captain Bucky. Okay, and even then, Bucky like looked down on Cap. He, this is the skinny. I need to save him. I used to talk shit about him. Bucky that's like the little know. brother thing. It wasn't a looking down yeah. thing. Bro, he told him he he couldn't make it to the to the army. All types of shit, bro. He like, that nigga to die. Dead. Yeah. It was, it was a little brother thing. The, it was, the it little was, nigga, the little nigga had heart. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, anyways, listen. Con continue with my story. Go so, ahead. anyways, uh, past all that, past past Bucky basically being a bully for Cap, and you know the same thing with Tony and Cap. That's just like I said. Uh, the Hulk and Thor, they start off fighting, and then they develop a stronger bond. Now. Going into nah, Bucky yes. and Cat was ultra close. Facts. Yes, after the fact. Now, not after the fact. From the beginning. <laughs> Can I finish? Okay. Yes. So going into going into the story with Ultron and shit like that. Now we forgetting context. Context was the fact that he had Scarlet Witch implant uh, thoughts in his head to see the world collapsing without Tony. Interact, uh, not uh, not interacting, but intervening to come up with a plan to save the world, which is why Tony did what he did to save the world. Again, the example that I brought up was the Batman and Superman dynamic. Batman does not check in with Superman when he comes up with the plans because he knows it goes against the moral standard that Superman has. That's the reason why Tony would not check in with Cap and say, "Hey, I'm gonna do this thing" because it may go against. Cap's morals to be like, uh, I don't think that's morally correct. But Tony's gonna be like, if it saves the world, then I don't care about your opinion because at the end of the day, Cap is really just a meathead. He's not the biggest strategist. He's not the the super genius, which is why he would go in to talk to Hulk, who was a scientist who could help him on a project like that. Now, when I say he's not a strategist, he's a combat strategist, but he is not a Oh, world domination, Dr. Doom, Batman type of strategies. That's not what we're talking about. You feel what I'm saying? So the reason why Tony did what he did was ultimately to save the world. And just like how Dr. Doom goes about with the way he goes about it, it may not align with everybody's, you feel me, uh, agenda. And so if I'm going to save the world and you're having visions of, okay, well, this is the what I got to do then why would you jeopardize that plan by put by involving people in the conversation who's going to try to control what you're doing? Because that's what Cap does. You know what I'm saying? So, no, I don't feel like that's a point to say, oh, they wasn't friends because they go, like, the same way Cap does. When Cap wants to make a decision, he don't check in with the Avengers. He go, this is what we doing. And Tony's the same way. They're both leaders that Bud has because they are both leaders. So, to, to that point, you're I I, I, I kind of see, I guess, to your point in regards to the Scarlet Witch thing. She put the fear of that in his brain, yes, right. But in, in regards to his dream of saving the world, that was an intimate thing that he shared with Bruce. It wasn't a thing of like, hey, Bruce, I'm working on this thing, I need you to come just do this thing with me or do this thing for me. It was, hey, this is the dream I have. I feel like you should share this same dream. Let's put our blood, sweat, and tears into this shared dream and build this thing together as friends, not like. He was he was outsourcing to Bruce for this shit. He said, "Hey, come be a part of this." Um, and to that point, I, I kind of see what you mean to that point with the Superman equation. But the thing is, Batman when he does shit like that, he does lean on certain people like 
Oracle or like Tim Drake, people that are his family that he trusts to that extent. Like that's a deeper bond than not just your friends, but that's your family at that point, your children that you, you trust to that extent. I, again, they are very, they're very cordial and work very work and you can work very well together. Like me, me and you could go hoop and we could be Kobe and Shaq. Kobe and Shaq worked extremely well together, but were not friends to any extent of the imagination. And they worked really well together and dominated. That was the Avengers. That's why they're used as the 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 reference when people talk about an OD team. But them niggas were not friends at all. They were work friends and colleagues. They didn't share any of the But same. they turned into brothers. That's the point. Again. Another example of people who start off beefing and then they turn into a brotherhood. They had Kobe and Shaq had a deeper bond than anybody else they ever had with, it, unless you want to count Michael Jordan. Like they did not. Like, uh, yes, they did. They both have been on screen and said so. So you mean okay? Brother. Hey, you want to you don't want to have this basketball combo with me? You when they talked had, about that, when they talked about basketball that conversations before, and you know I'm the biggest Shaq fan that you probably ever met. Yes. So we can have that combo. When they had that conversation, they both talked about they didn't talk for years. He said, Hey, I respect you. Them niggas were not friends. Kobe and Shaq, when they sat down and had that interview together, they said, Man, we probably would have, we should have did this. We should have did that. I respect you now. Our kids, I don't even think they, he said their kids kind of hang out with each other because Sharif was a big Kobe fan and like he would send him shoes and shit like that. But even then, Shaq and him would not interact. Them niggas did not speak like that. They were running to each other in passing. They would, do we like send shoes for each other's foundations? But no, like they were they respect respect for one another and working well together is completely different than a friendship where you're outside of work, you're sharing your dreams and passions outside of this work thing. And because that was Kaori's point as far as the, the budding heads thing. My point was they spent no time together outside of work to discuss anything not work related. Natasha and him did because they talked about their life mm-hmm. being in war, being agents. Fucking, uh, he he did with Sam to an extent because Sam was uh was a soldier. He didn't have any of them conversations with Tony. It was always them button heads on ideologies outside of work, and even then okay. that bleeded over into work. So so now that now that we're talking about this, out of everybody in this podcast, I'm the one that actually served right the military, right? So okay. in this point of being said, there's a different sense of camaraderie. There's a different sense of bond. There's a different sense of friendship that you have with people that you serve with. Yeah, I might be cool and I play video games. I do podcasts with this person. I do this with that person outside of my regular life. But the person that I depend on, rely upon, and have the closest bond with is the person I'm in the field with. Because that's the person that I actually Bro, they did. Because how many wars did they fight together when it came to Ultron, when it came to Thanos, when it came to all these different people? They had a fellowship. Bro, when those people died, any of those people either died or that person was at risk or whatever, they put it on the line to make sure they protect each other. It's not just because, oh, they work together. It's not because, oh, I got to protect him because this is my friend. I mean, this is like my coworker. No, this is my brother. And if any one of these people would die, it would hurt me emotionally. They have a deep bond. Bro. So, hold, really up, hold, up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. So, Essentially, we're talking about so we're talking about the civil war conversation. But if we're going to go beyond the civil war conversation, Tony and Cap were not together for that shit that went down with Thanos. And when he when he got hurt, them they were not together when that shit went down with Thanos in in, in um, Infinity War. Mm-hmm. He was up on fucking Titan because that's when he lost Parker. And he did not when Cap and them came to him about 
trying to go do the whole time heist, whatever the fuck was going on and trying to come up with a plan to save everybody. He did not say, you know what? I'm going to do this because you're my friend. I'm going to do this because you're my brother. He did that because he wanted to bring Peter Parker back. He sat there in that he sat there in that kitchen after uh and that's the only reason he even went to go work on the time the little time bracelet that he created for them because he was standing there in the kitchen talking to Pepper. He did not want to leave. He did not want anything to harm Morgan. He did not want anything to harm what him and Pepper built and he had a picture of him and Peter Parker sitting in the kitchen and he stared at it on screen for like a whole minute and he decided I'm going to go ahead and do it. It was not because they asked him. It was because he wanted to help the people that he lost. It was it had nothing to do with him, with Cap being his brother, none of that. Because essentially they were still split. When he came back to Earth and said something, and you know they got into it or whatever about what happened, he was like, "Why weren't you there? What do you mean? You left." All that happened, all of that happened, and he felt bad. The only reason that Civil War even occurred is because he had all of this, I want to put a suit of armor around the world. I don't have to check in with Cap. Oh, me and Bruce are going to do this. This is our project. This is our baby. Da, da, da. And then a black woman came to you because you killed her son, and you felt bad. And you decided, oh, well, let's just turn ourselves over to the government who we've been trying to avoid for forever because fuck the government. But we're going to turn ourselves over to the government and let them decide what we should do, even though I completely agree that what if we need to go here and they decide that we don't need to go here, then we lose a bunch of people. But the government has to say. Because I felt bad because of something that I did. Yeah, it was a lot of like, even even with the, the, the Ultron shit, that was literally just cleaning up his mess. Like they were all phenomenally pissed at Tony and Bruce for that shit. They was like, "All right, let's clean up the mess you made." It wasn't a whole thing of like, "All right, this is a joint thing we believe in, and we're fighting this crusade because we're in this joint team." No, it was like, "Nigga, you fucked up. Let's clean this shit up because if we don't, it's gonna fuck up the whole planet and us." Yep, and and like Jay, uh, like Jay said, um, in this comment, everybody was beefing from Civil War. So, and still, even still, with everybody beefing, who was together? When it came to fighting Thanos, Sam, Natasha, and Cap. Weak ass niggas. Those are your friends right there. Sam, oh, Natasha. So, and so we're taking a, we're away from Tony and we're talking to and Hulk and Spidey and what are we talking about right now? We ain't gonna say they wasn't together fighting Thanos from the get go with Doctor Strange and all of them. Like, what are you talking about? They weren't together. Peter and Tony did not have a falling out. They was together. They were Nobody's friends. Talking about Peter and Tony having a falling out. We're talking about the break that happened in Civil War because of Tony's decision. This is where it contributes to the we're not friends thing. The break was caused because Tony is selfish as fuck. You're, that, that's one perspective. That's one perspective because you can look at it. You can look at it from the opposite way, bro. You can look at it as again. One is the person that says the greater good. The other person is the moralist. That was the person that said. The moralist. The moralist was like, "Hey, my partner was my partner was not in his right mind." So you feel me? We gonna give him a pass. Tony, like, nah, he need to go. He's a menace. He's been a menace. Not only did he take and away what was very dear and near to me, but then, and then what also, and then he also 
we all believe this man to have killed T'Challa's pops. So now we're going into a war now. Like this is a whole this dude needs to be taken out again. Greater good. And then what so happened? The person, hold on, I'm just making a point. The point is, is that the same way you're saying that Tony was selfish, people can look at it from the opposite perspective and say that Cat was selfish because had he just was selfish. Had they he just selfish. Exactly, okay, let's okay. But let's the break because, did not happen because Cap was selfish. The break happened because Tony Stark decided on his own that he was going to create Ultron. He brought Bruce Banner in and then Bruce and him tried to defend their decision to leave out an entire team of people because of Tony's vision, whether or not it was enhanced by Wanda is irrelevant. It was still Tony's vision that he decided to share with one other person and it ended up killing an and destroying an entire country. That broke, like that break happened because of Tony. When now, if so, you're getting into the part about him and Bucky and so, what should have happened, what happened before we got into the fight? What happened? He came in there on some friendly shit. Was like, actually, I figured out that your that Bucky isn't the one who did this, this, that, and the other. He was ready to forgive and forget and help them with whatever the fuck it was that they were trying to do. Until Baron Zemo decided to dig into the trenches and pull out a video that ain't nobody. Seen. Yeah, let's get into the real conversation because fuck all that <laughs> shit talking about. Fuck all that bullshit. Go ahead and say what you gonna say, Con, and then fuck all that shit she talking about. Okay, so basically, I think it's funny that she tried to bring up this point because it's funny how she's giving my boy Bucky a pass because he wasn't in his right mind. So I guess Cap's decision wasn't crazy, but then knowing for the fact that this man was under a, a magical spell that had his mind and not in the right place it's literally the same platitude, the same platitude as bucky you're only you're saying bucky was his decisions was not his own because he wasn't in his right mind but iron man who also had magic on his mind his decision is selfish that makes no sense so we can hold one person accountable and say he's selfish and he's wrong but we can't hold winter soldier accountable that's weird but okay let's let's if Let's you want to call forward. it, the, if you want to call it the same thing, you can call it the same thing. It wasn't the same thing at all, but we're going to move on to the next part. So I kind of covered manipulation kind of is manipulation. Part. We kind of covered both parts of the video that I stated because I said that Tony was wrong for two movies. Um, but we're going to go ahead and get into the real big part of the conversation. My favorite part of the conversation. And I'm gonna let Charlie go first because I know he's itching to get to it. I'm just and it was that um, Captain America did not know that Bucky is the one who killed Tony's parents. He knew that Tony's parents were murdered because of what happened in Winter Soldier, thanks to um, Arnim Zola, but he did not know that it was Bucky. And in fact, when we look at what happens in that little sequence, it's called a lie. But go ahead. I truly, honestly, with all my heart, do not give a fuck if that nigga knew before time. My smoke and gripes come with the fact of once you found out and saw that shit in 4K HD footage that your friend murdered your other friend's parents and 90% of the trauma that he stems within his life and the reason he is what he is stems from his parents being murdered at a young age. And his lack of having parental guidance and having money came from that moment. And Buddy is like, you know what? I just had a fucking trauma episode that just happened in front of me because I watched my parents not only die in front of me, but watch the guy two feet from me do this shit. 
I want to smack this nigga. I want to pop him. It's understandable to want to fight the person you just watched kill your parents, rather he was brainwashed or not. You did this. Like, that's essentially, essentially you're saying, hey, Kaori, Khan killed your parents in a drunk driving accident. He was under the influence. Or let's say he was drugged. Let's say he was drugged and he got a roofie or some shit. And he was driving, killed your parents by accident. You want to, you telling me you should not, not only not harbor any kind of anger towards this man, but continue just to work with them like he's your coworker and just be cool with it. No, I'm going to pop this nigga in the mouth and stomp him out. I mean, I kill him. We don't know if I'm going to kill him or not. He's a super soldier. He may not die. You never know. I think it's only going to do some extra shit. But I don't even then. I don't expect you to 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 not side with me on that. I just expect you not to proceed to jump me, <laughs> stomp this nigga out like that. We're initiating him into a gang. They were New York stomping that nigga out of the Tag team in a shield back and forth. This nigga is in here in his armor crying because he just saw his parents die. And he's like, "What the fuck just happened?" I went from seeing my parents die to trying to, to, to lash out and get some kind of sense of, of, of grounding covered and, and feel right again. Oh and then my, my the guy I believe to be my co-worker proceeds to then jump me with the fucking Soviet spy <laughs> and assassin. Fuck that. Fuck that right. guys. Cap local right. probably racist. We already know what it is. And the right. stay in the 1940s. We know why, because it wasn't just for a bit. You want Peggy. That nigga came out of that time machine and saw, saw Nick Fury and said, boy, give me a glass of water. He said, no, I'm your boss. You're my what? Yeah. That nigga Cap hated being in 2022. or He hated being in the modern century. He wanted to go back to segregated water fountains. He knew what it was. That nigga did not, he did not feel comfortable waiting in line with other colored people. He did not want that shit at all. That, shit. that nigga wanted to call Nick Fury and Sam the N-word so bad. Ooh. Then he had to deal. Then he had to deal with with war machine. He's like they giving Negro suits now. What are we doing? Niggas flying planes and shit. That nigga saw Captain Marvel say, "Is that a woman?" The military. Help me. That's like that's, me? that's why he was being petty when he first met Sam on your left, Negro. On your left. What? Yeah, boy. Stay in the your lane. <laughs> I think Cap, no, bro. Cap, Cap did not. Cap didn't want none of that shit. Cap, without <laughs> and the crazy shit is, he didn't have. A, he didn't. He didn't like contemplate it for a second. That nigga off a of reflex like, nah, fuck the nigga Tony. We jumping this nigga. <laughs> and and the MCU hell even in comics with that nigga being a he was a Hydra agent a little too easy. It looked a little too easy for him. That nigga was a trade. This nigga is a habitual trader and racist. Fuck this nigga Captain America and Steve Rogers. Same person, different people. It don't matter. Fuck them both. Damn them straight to hell. Damn them to the nether realm to the fistos round. They can stay there. I'm sorry, that was funny. Fucking Do you have something to add? I mean, to, just to add on to uh that whole debacle, that definitely dropped the easily. I think his friends all these Russian and Soviet spies and shit. <laughs> All, all the you realize all the most untrustworthy niggas that lie on a daily basis, all friends together and all the same click together in the Avengers at the lunch table. All the niggas that lie on a daily basis and stab niggas in the back are all like, "Hey, we cool, we buddy buddy." And Cap just said, "Hey, you are the company you keep, nigga." Hey, 
Hey, when you say it, we no, no. When you say it like that, you know, what I'm saying it does, it does. You know, what I mean, connect the dots for other people that don't want to connect the dots. But um, all that to say, uh, as far as like, what, can you rephrase the question again? You said what we was getting into, like. We already got past the co-workers. What was the other part? It was more so the conversation that is Cap or Tony wrong in that situation. Yeah. No, yeah. No, he was completely wrong. I already told y'all in, the, in in any aspect, bro. And if we was talking about some hood shit or if we talking about even if we were... <laughs> You're annoying. <laughs> even, if we, even if we was talking about like we both serve together and we are co-workers, there's a certain code of honor that it's supposed to be us against whoever it is that we against. You can't then just trade up, trade up teams all of a sudden and just be like, oh, no, nah, like I, I'm still your friend when the person that killed your parents, I'm going to side with them. And on top of that, brewing your armor, still the, I, I you know what I mean? Like I told y'all, y'all may not make that emotional connection, but the fact is, is that Tony's like one of the last thing that Tony has of his dad is that shield and him cap having that is like an honor thing for him. Like, oh, yeah, like you have my dad's shield. This is we have a we have a deeper bond than you feel what I'm saying. Like than normal, like we have a connection, Like even when they uh, travel back in time, when he was able to visit uh, Tony's Tony's dad and stuff like that, they had an actual real interaction. And he even said something about his son in that interaction was like, you know, what I mean, Talk, uh, uh, Cap had some type of um, not just bond, but I want to say um, uh, obligation that he felt towards Tony. You know what I mean? Even from back then, because his interaction with his pops when he traveled back in time. You feel what I'm saying? So there is a, a deeper sense of family in that dynamic. So in that situation, when you find out that your your boy did something, you gotta you gotta lay him to the rules, bro. I I'm not even saying I'm not even saying um to 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 lock your friend up and do all this other shit. But let Tony do what he gotta do. Let him get his anger out. If they got to squabble and do whatever, that's cool. But you let y'all jump in? Y'all jumped in? That's crazy, bro. That You broke up the band. You broke up the band off of your selfish, off of your selfish, moralist, uh, 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 I guess, uh, what do you call it? Uh, Nihilist. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Sense of, sense of, sense of morals towards towards Bucky and again you haven't known this man for X, X amount of years you know what I'm saying this man just tried to kill you you know what I'm saying again he's a terrorist so for you to side with him and not side with a man that has not done you wrong that has been by your side that's crazy that's crazy it's nasty word it's nasty word defend your white king go ahead <laughs> you damn right so first and foremost <clears throat> to the point of he hasn't known him. So <clears throat> while he he was under the impression that Bucky was dead mm -hmm. all the way for, for however long, for the 70 years his ass was frozen, <clears throat> he basically died, quote unquote, thinking that his best friend, since he was little, was dead. Right. Only to find out in um, <clears throat> Winter Soldier that not only was Bucky alive, but Bucky had been brainwashed for the past however long, however many long years. I'm going to go ahead and say for the whole 70. 
So for the entire time that this man was frozen, in and out of suspended animation was Bucky, and Bucky was under all of that. And it took him having to go to Wakanda under Wakanda medicine and under Wakanda care to even get the fuck out of that shit. Mm-hmm. So when the whole situation happened with the explosion that killed T'Chaka, Black Panther was like, I'm gonna fuck this nigga up. He killed my dad. Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. When Tony found out that Bucky was not even the one who did it, he came in there on that friendly shit. Look, I figured it out. I, I know what to do, and we can do this together. They were on the same team for quite a while, walking through that goddamn building. Mm-hmm. Now, when it came to Zemo, Zemo wanted his revenge. Okay, cool, whatever. Because he hated he hated uh, soldiers. Gotcha. So he decides, I'm going to show you this. Tony spent all of that time thinking that his parents died in a car accident. Not that they were murdered, mm-hmm. because they, they, they he didn't know that they were murdered. He only knew that they died in a car accident. And all that time that he spent looking through S.H.I.E.L.D. paperwork in Avengers, scanning S.H.I.E.L.D. information, there's no way that S.H.I.E.L.D. did not know that his parents were murdered. They don't even have to know who he was murdered by. But you can't tell me that S.H.I.E.L.D. didn't know that that man was murdered. So you spent all of this time thinking that your parents were only dying in a car accident and didn't even bother to look that shit up. So then it was presented to you that, okay, Bucky is the one who killed your parents. They both found that out at the exact same time. And everybody's like, oh, well, he knew. He didn't know. But Tony was not trying to hear otherwise. There was no conversation that could be had. There was nothing that Cap could say to be like, you know, we can figure this out. We can go, like, we can do this, this, X, Y, and Z. People were like, oh, they could have talked it out. No, they could not. Jew actually said that. Jew said that they could have talked it out. How? Tony was not trying to hear none of that. And he is, I'm not even about to say that he's wrong for feeling that way. 100% you can feel that way. He was not trying to hear no conversation. And Tony already, I mean, not Tony, but Cap knew that. Cap knew the only way to get out of this situation is for all of us to fight about it. But he wanted he wanted Tony to fight him. He didn't want Tony to fight Bucky. So that's why he was like, when he said, don't bullshit me, Rogers, did you know? And he was just like, I don't have any other way out of this. So yeah, he wanted Tony to fight him. Bullshit. He did not yeah. want Tony to fight Bucky. So then, when and this is how I know he didn't want Tony to fight Bucky. Mm-hmm. When he kept trying to go after Bucky, he kept trying to advocate for Bucky. Like, it wasn't him. It wasn't him. He was not. He was brainwashed. You already know this. You know it wasn't him. Think of the timeline. Hello? But Tony was not trying to hear none of that. Tony was not trying to hear words. Tony just wanted to be ass. So if you're not going to listen to me, you have to listen to these hands. And you're not about to fight him because he then ended up blowing off. What's his face? He ended up blowing off his arm. So now you have somebody in a suit and then you have Bucky who only has one fucking arm. You best believe I'm about to jump in and protect my friend. Who the fuck? Ooh, ooh I cry for the assassin that murdered just, hundreds of people. Thousands, thousands of people. Thousands. Yeah, I don't give a damn. So let me, let me no, when they wait. jumped him, I was like, damn, y'all gonna jump him for real? I mean, but I understood the sentiment because that is my friend. And you keep trying to say that he bullied him. He did not bully Bucky did not bully Cap when they were little. 
He did not. They were friends from the very beginning. MCU. I can't wait to pull up the clip. MCU wise, they were friends from the very beginning. When he got into the fight behind the movie theater with a whole separate person, and Bucky came and said, "I remember him, that he saved him," but he, he also said, used a little boy him, bro. He was he wasn't nice about it. He always talked to him like a little shit. He talked to him like a little brother. Do you not have little brothers? That's how I talk to mine. Yeah, I be doing that too. Exactly. It was a little brother thing. It was not a bully thing. I don't talk to mine like that. I talk to mine like that. (laughs) And my brothers are all taller than me. And he was not, he did not want him to go into the military. That doesn't matter. Everybody's taller than you. One, he didn't know, he knew that he wasn't going to make it because his ass was sick. And two, he didn't want him to get discouraged. Oh, excuse me. He didn't want him to get discouraged going to another office to sign up for the military just for them to tell him no. So he kept trying to talk his ass out of it. So, Kaori, remind me, just to make sure I I'm, 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 have my information tied together in this timeline, right? So, the Civil War take place before, after uh, the Winter Soldier? After. So, in the Winter Soldier, we came to the realization that Hydra had not only been infiltrated S.H.I.E.L.D. for a long period of time, but was also mm-hmm. manipulating all the information that was going in and out of there, correct? Mm-hmm. And the information that Zemo revealed was information that was deep inside of Hydra files as far as, no. So where was that information held at? So when they went, so Zemo went looking for that information, he had to actually go to Bucky's handler. Yeah. How he found Bucky's handler, I don't know. I don't remember if they revealed that part. He had to go to Bucky's handler. He actually, it was implied that he went through several different people in order to even find Bucky's handler. And even in the book where Bucky's handler has the information for what happened, it's coded. And he could only get the information for that particular date by using the code words on Bucky. So so you worked about how, how how like how deep that information was hidden, and on top of that, that was within Hydra like territory, right? Because the program mm-hmm. was a Hydra program, right? And we know mm-hmm. that Hydra controls information. So to your point, as far as Tony being able to find this information, talk to her. It's not going to be inside of Shield Records if it's already deeply hidden inside of this Hydra. This stuff. is very true. However, um, if you're going back to Winter Soldier, when um, Alexander Pierce. So mm-hmm. Alexander Pierce is the one who is, he's essentially the head of S.H.I.E.L.D. At the, I mean, well, he's the head of S.H.I.E.L.D. and he's also the head of HYDRA at that point. Mm-hmm. And he's like a high-ranking person for HYDRA. Right. So the information that Arnim Zola had is buried in S.H.I.E.L.D. details. But as advanced as Tony was, like, because Tony's going through everything in Avengers. He's going through everything. So to be perfectly honest, we don't know what all he downloaded when he downloaded all of the information. He went into secrets of secrets of secrets because that's when he was pulling out shit on uh, Nick Fury. Like, what were you lying? Right. I I agree with you there. Then, of course, when he when Cap asked for Natasha to give him an information, that little ass folder that Natasha handed him, Natasha pulled that out of Russia. And it was a little last folder. And I was like, there is absolutely no way any information, any deep information could have been coming out of that folder. But we don't know what she gave him either, because uh, on the picture, I believe he was frozen and he was cryogenically frozen anyway. And then they just had like a little bit of information. Bless your mom. Um, and they just had a little bit of information. And it's like this little itty bitty folder. So it's like information can be found. 
So if you if you're under the impression at some point in time that maybe your parents didn't just die in a car accident, or if you're like somebody who is curious about your parents, you start looking up stuff. Doesn't matter like if you're looking up their password. So their password is going to lead you to this thing, is going to lead you to this thing, is going to lead you to this thing. And as smart as Tony is, all of the research he would have been doing, he would have eventually found something suspicious with this car accident of his parents. I'm not, right, saying, me, I'm not saying that he knew at all. I'm not saying at all that he knew his parents were murdered or anything like that because didn't nobody know that. Yeah, because we know he don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't I don't believe personally, my in my honest opinion, Nick Fury may not have known it, but I do not think that Shield, Shield and Hydra, whether intertwined or not, I do not think that nobody in Shield who was also Hydra, didn't know that Tony's parents were murdered. Last thing real quick, I'm going to let you go, I promise. Uh, so that point, keep in mind, because did you watch the uh, the What If series? Mm -hmm. Where they went to speak to Adam Zola, and he revealed that there was information that he had on the local like, Hydra files that were in that facility that weren't privy to any other. So we know that Hydra takes information to some extent and keeps it separate from S.H.I.E.L.D. because they're using S.H.I.E.L.D. as a front. So we could argue, and especially with the footage of his parents' murder, we could argue that that information was never in any shield archive. That so. part I can agree. I don't yeah. think that his. I don't think that the footage was on Shield's like databases. I think that that's definitely something that Hydra had on their own. But Shield is also nosy as hell, and he's a founder. And Howard is a founder of Shield, so there's no way that as a founder of Shield. I have died in a car accident randomly one December night mm. and y'all aren't investigating it and finding out finding something mad weird. Whether you have it as notes, point, right, if you have it as notes that something about this shit is weird or what. It's just my opinion. I do not think that S.H.I.E.L.D. that nobody in S.H.I.E.L.D. didn't know that his parents were murdered. It may not have been like the main people that we were seeing. Kind mm. of like if you watch the... um the the minis that come after each movie like the consultant and all that those minis that are like 15 minutes mm -hmm. that are just kind of like in betweens i feel like if they ever came out with a mini somebody like uh not phil but who was the the Wilson? sidwell oh, sidwell yeah, Sidwell. I feel like because he's hydra i feel like he's hydra and he's shield i feel like sidwell would have had some type of information that his parents were murdered. But Speculation, I don't know. So a lot of that was, again, we know, yeah, shit, like I said, so what we know is that there's information that was hidden that wasn't on show records. And we know there's a possibility that the, the information of his parents' death was not there. And we know that Hydra had infiltrated S.H.I.E.L.D. and used him as a front for the longest time. So mm -hmm. even the higher ups, if that information is there, Hey, like you said, the murder of one of the founders, we probably want to hide that pretty well and make sure nobody blows the whistle on that shit. Because if they do, people are going to ask questions and then mm -hmm. hide it in the stake at that point. Yeah, to your so Tony, to your this, Tony this, part, this you. to the Tony question, as far as Tony like looking into it, I don't know if you have a similar situation, but there are points where there are certain traumas I don't want to relive or think about. I know what happened. I've come to peace with them. I don't want to reopen that bandage or relive that bandage. Something as pivotal and influential as your parents' death when mm. he was like, what, like 15, 16? Yeah. Like, he's probably tried to bury that pain a while ago, and that's not even on his radar to think about. He's thinking yeah. about 
if he's looking at secrets, he's thinking about other governments being infiltrated or other teams or that is on, some, on some Batman shit. He's not even trying to think about his parents dying. So he's not thinking about it. So we know that he's probably not thinking about that and that his information probably could have not even been on any of the radar or in any of the logs that he had stolen. All that to say, it's pretty plausible that nobody knew and that nigga did not care to look. So when you get that surprise trauma of, damn, oh, this thing I thought was in the past is ripped off abruptly. Because on the same token, with the Black Panther shit, Black Panther saw and thought Bucky killed his dad. And they let him go through the emotions of chasing this nigga down, fighting this nigga, and let him after that sit with the emotions of what happened. Tony, that shit happened to Tony. They jumped that nigga immediately. They were like, ain't no, ain't no thinking, ain't no working through your emotions, nigga. Black, Pan <laughs> Black Panther got to sit in the back of a cop car and, and kind of think about this shit if he wanted to get revenge all the way down to the final moment. He was like, you know what? I've worked through my pain and my trauma. I'm going to let this shit go. Tony was like, I don't like that. Cap was like, fuck that anyway. Stop that nigga. Stop him out. Stop that nigga out. They were initiating him into a game. They didn't give Tony. No, I, mean, I don't. Have, I mean, he was for, he was more than I, he's more than like yeah. You are very much entitled to feel that way. Pissed off, of course, yes. And that's what I'm saying is that it's almost as if he really did not give Cap a choice for real. And that was when when he started using that "I'm your friend too" type shit, sir. No, you were not. And it was just like can I can I finally chime in? Yeah, oh, no. I mean, it was almost. I've been on for like fifty minutes, nigga. Damn. Oh yeah, go ahead. That's been me. That's on me. Yeah. Right. Anyways, so what the what this whole point that y'all saying, bro? Okay, the whole argument that we're having is under the pretense of these things that were stated by the characters are lies. Tony said, "You were my friend." We would have to go under the pretense that this is a lie. You debating whether or not if Cap is wrong is under the pretense of him saying that he knew is a lie. That doesn't mean that what these people said was a lie. That it, these are movies. That doesn't mean that everything that was uh, depicted in their friendship and things that they did outside of their friendship uh, was shown on screen. Same thing with with uh, with Tony. I mean, not Tony, but Cap. Just because that this is a movie, we've seen these things on screen doesn't mean that there's other context off screen of what happened to where he found out that this is how his parents died. So we this whole argument would have to be under the pretense that the statements that was made by the actual characters about them being friends, about uh about uh Captain America knowing will all have to have been a lie. I'm going to take it for face value. What Tony said, which is being true, that they were friends. And I, you could, in my personal opinion, you could see that was friends. And Captain America's not going to lie about some shit like that. You can tell when he did that, huh? It's not because, oh, I don't feel like there's no way again out of this. It's, bro, he's a moral character, which is, I've been saying this from the get-go. Captain America does a lot of things. He does not lie. We've seen this throughout the whole movie. He'll stand on business. And this is the line that he's a very black and white character, which is why a lot of people hate him because it's it's either this way or that way. And if he if he knew about some shit, he's gonna say, Yeah, I knew about that stuff. He's an honorable man. That's what Captain America is. Now, with that whole point being said, yes, he was wrong. 
because the fact that you knew about this and kept it away from him is foul because the same way you made the argument about Tony uh, going about the plan that he knew and then bring it to the team. Well, if he was really your friend and he was really about the team, he would have brought it to Tony and maybe he would have had that time of grief and all that stuff that uh, Charlie brought up. And it wouldn't have went out the way it went out. He would have told him about it. He may would have calmed down. He could have brought it to him in a certain way, but when it came out the way it came out, you can't knock Tony for having the reaction that he had. Yeah, so then here's my question to you. Right. When would Cap have found that information out? Question for me. There, there's no telling. Like, there's no telling. There's no telling. There's it's, it's a whole bunch of stuff uh, could have happened in between time where he had found out rather that been when him meeting Nick Fury and the fact that he's Captain America and being high up on the extra line and he's telling him, yo, you're the captain of this squad. I'm going to give you all the information that you need to do to run this squad. It's no telling how that information could have came across. So, the fact that is, is that. The fact is, is that he admitted that he knew. We're not just so going to say, oh, Captain America lied. Like, that's to weird. that point, you're saying that Nick Fury knew. Definitely. I could definitely see Nick Fury knowing. Who does it? So Nick then Fury knows everything. It, so then how is it everything. in this conversation that we just had, in the conversation that me and Charlie just had, how is it that Tony was not able to find that information, but Nick Fury is the one who knew? Tony, I mean, Tony didn't even know Scrolls was around when when Nick Fury knew. So what are we talking about? So this nobody, a lot nobody of knew they existed. That, he didn't know they existed, though. Nobody knew they existed. Right. So, that's and, my point. So I'm saying there's a whole bunch of stuff so that Nick Fury knows that no other character why knows. Is it, why is it why is it not Nick Fury's responsibility to tell Tony? Actually, just so you know, your parents were murdered. Why is it Cap's responsibility to tell him that? And why? Uh, uh, but why, when he was not even willing, when Nick Fury was not even willing to give Cap information until he was pressed about the whole situation, i.e. Winter Soldier, when he gave Natasha an entire mission by herself and didn't want her to tell. Why is it? So then at that point, Natasha also knew. Why is it everybody else's, why isn't it anybody else's responsibility to tell Tony that his parents were murdered, but it's Cap's? Okay, I love this. I love this question. So, one, because... Nick Fury is the person that is the what do you what do you what would you call the the catalyst of the Avengers? He literally created the team. He put everybody in place. He gives out information when the time is right. People didn't even know Nick Fury was alive uh, when he planned that shit out until he came out when the time was right. Nick Fury holds information, gives information due to the circumstances of when it needs to be told. Mind you, and this is a conversation that he has also said in S.H.I.E.L.D. has addressed, that these are all superhero people who have devices and powers yep. that if I give you information at the wrong time, you are going to spaz out and I do not know <clears> how <throat> we are going to control you. So Nick Fury controls and manipulates all these people. You are not going to tell me that is Nick Fury's job, the person who is trying to keep the safety of all the civilians and all these different diplomatic uh, uh, organizations and, and civilizations uh, alive and accountable to put those in the hands of somebody who at the time was a drinker, <laughs> at the time very selfish, and had uh, whole war machines and, and nuclear devices at his disposal. No, it's not his job to tell him that. He's telling Cap because he has to run the team, and Cap is a moral character. 
because I've been saying this from the beginning of him being the moral character, his whole standpoint of who Captain America is, is his character, is who he is. He is standing by his morals at all times. So if you had the responsibility of running this team and you had this information that you withheld from somebody that calls you friend, then yes, you are wrong because you are the moralist. Natasha's not a fucking moralist. We know this. She'll knock you off. She's a manipulator. This is her actual job. So you can't sit here and compare two spies that run and infiltrate countries and shit like that to somebody who is a moral character that is a captain that is supposed to look out for the betterment of every person in his team. That is not oh, the I same. love that you brought that up. Now, since you're bringing that up. Oh, yes, Dad. Oh, shit. Cap is also a spy. So anyway, um, moving oh, forward. Yeah, moving forward. Is definitely a spy. Name a ton. He's an infiltrator, a spy. He's special ops, which would be a spy. Yeah. Special operations, yeah, boy. Next again. So, bringing that up, why would Nick Fury, who is very, you, as you said, he gives out information as he sees fit. If he's trying to keep the team together, mind you, he did not want Shield to go under. When Cap said Shield's got to go, he was like, no, and then eventually had to give it in. Why would I? Have you be the captain of this team and give you this vital information that nobody else seems to know and nobody else can seem to find because I want you to keep Tony Stark in line. Yeah, we don't need, ain't nobody keep Tony in line. Let, hold on, let's 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 just again back to the conversation we had initially in regards <laughs> to how difficult this information was hard to find. Yeah, and we know from the movies that there is information that Nick Fury is not privy to. There's information he doesn't know everything. Mm -hmm. So, because if, if he did, the way mm -hmm. Hydra went down and Winter Soldier would not have happened the way it went down. He didn't know his boss, the person he worked with forever was the one that betrayed him. Like, like he, There's information that Nick Fury does not know. This information we're talking about is information that we've already acknowledged that Hydra could have potentially kept away from everybody else. We know that Nick doesn't know everything. We know that Tony would not have looked into it. So we're taking let's let's get rid of the hypothetical of oh if Nick knew because I'm kind of agree with Connor if Nick knew you Nick probably ain't telling nobody. Nick, exactly. Nick, Nick ain't telling. He was not. He was not about Nick. If Nick he, knew that, he was not about to tell nobody that. Because he knew he knew Tony would have wild out and shit. He can do. Yeah, he compart yeah, like my dad said, he can mark. He compartmentalizes everything. He was not about to tell Cap that. Right. So to that I point, not, and I just I truly do not think that we can sit here and say that Cap was not about to lie. Because so, Cap, can, you can be you can be moral and you can still tell a lie. Yeah. Oh, yeah no, wait, 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 hold on. But what, if he's a true spy, why would he? Why would he oh, give him? What? Listen, if he was a true spy, why would he give out that information in the circumstance in which it was presented? Oh, sure, I did. You would. That makes no now, sense. Because it was a lie. And again, well, that makes no sense. It didn't benefit him. I'm not gonna, gonna, if I, I don't, he did not know that. They learned, they literally learned that Bucky he is the one because himself. he did not even know Bucky was the Winter Soldier until Winter Soldier. Bucky, this man said yeah. himself. This man, and then, then you will say that part could be a lie. You feel what I'm saying? So if what? you're saying that, hold on. Did you even watch the movie? Because the pretense is that what the statement of what he's saying is a lie. He said that he knew. So why would he lie? It so hold on. Benefits no <laughs> to that point, Kurt Khan, you could you could you could say to that point because we're talking about how Cap sees everything very black and white. When you see everything black and white, 
he could have known the smidgen amount of information that he's going to admit that he knew. He may not know all the details of everything that went down, but he'd be like, oh, I knew something wasn't right. But I'm still going to say that I knew because, like you said, as a moralist, it's either 100% true or 100% wrong. He's not going to see a gray area in the middle. So I honestly believe that Buddy knew something but didn't know that to that point. He knew that they were murdered because he was told. He did right. not know that it was Bucky, though. Yeah, he knew yeah. He knew that the parents, he knew that Stark's parents got killed, and, but he didn't know that it was Bucky until they sat there and watched that Hydra footage. That was Hydra yeah, footage exactly. that they found at that Hydra base. Okay, so Fury right. made, Fury Fury would have known some of it, but he may not have also, he may not have known that that was Winter Soldier either. And one thing I want to shine a light on, the magnifying, the big thing here and why Cap needs to go to hell, um, <laughs> is when you talked about his moral dilemma, I think this is a true moment into which his moral compass was all kinds of twisted because thank you. He has, he has like, okay, on the one side, yeah, my friend's parents were murdered and he did it. I understand why he will fit this way, but this guy's also my friend and I have a loyalty to him. There was no black and white thing here. So he went on a reflex and went with his childhood friend and chose him over he chose over Bucky or over, well, over also Tony. Too, on that point. Don't forget at this point in time, Bucky and Steve are somewhere around a hundred years old. Mm -hmm. And both of them thought the other was dead. So now here they are reunited and caught up in this situation. And the bottom line, in my opinion, with Cap standing there watching this footage is that's your butt getting caught in the trap. Mm -hmm. they, what happened to them was manufactured by uh, Zemo. Zemo. Zemo set that whole thing up. He's been planning that for years, ever since mm -hmm. Sokovia. Once he got going on that plan, that plan was masterful. He manipulated everybody that he needed to manipulate, including Hydra, and set that whole thing up. He found that, that Hydra footage on some random camera, and got he killed Hydra people and he killed Shield people to pull this plan into effect just to get revenge on the Avengers. So he literally manipulated Cap into a situation where he had he didn't have no choice but to say something. He was Hello. compromised there. He chose his hundred year old buddy over somebody who prior to this was a work associate who was becoming a friend or had become a friend by that time. He went with his family. Basically, Bucky was family. They pretty much brothers. This Man. nigga, this nigga Bucky made him fall from a helicarrier all the way down to the ocean. Like you still choosing your friend after he's been but compromised. At that point, can, I, can I finish my statement? 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 As a captain, that is the point that I'm saying. That's why I said captain. I mean. Uh, Captain America is a moralist, and Tony is the person who puts the 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 the. Uh, Tony is a future. Thank you. Sure, let's go with that. You feel me? The, the what did it say? The something justifies the means. Wherever the, the wherever result. that thing goes, the yeah, exactly. That's how exactly bigger picture. So that whole thing with Captain America, if you are a captain, like you have been a person of war. There are casualties, there are sacrifices that you should be willing to make. I don't care if your friend was manipulated. I don't care if he if it's of uh, if he was uh brainwashed and all this other stuff. The point is is that he is a terrorist. He literally tried to kill you and now you just found out that he killed your your uh your coworker, uh pot uh parents and all this other stuff. 
you siding with this dude is not a captain thing to do. But it is not a captain thing to do. You're ignoring one thing. You you have valid points there as far as leadership and a military role. However, you are ignoring the fact that Cap is not a robot. He is a human. And you're talking about him having to deal with his brother in an overly complicated world where now both of them are super soldiers and they've lived for a hundred years and they've been through suspended animation and brainwashing the Avengers. They up in a flying helicarrier. This they these people were born in the the twenties or the the tens or whatever year they were born, and now here they are thrust into the future having to deal with all this stuff. Captain America's moral compass, he I'll just said it. He just said his moral compass is all over the place. What this makes him a, wrong? Which been, makes him wrong? I don't, it is, I don't Which think it makes, makes him wrong. I don't oh. think he's wrong. I so think I, he, you, I think you, you, Hold on, let's stop, let's stop there. If you're saying, hold on, stop, 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 stop. Let's hold that. I just want to hold that statement. He threw his moral compass out the window. In any conversation we have about any subject, if I say, yeah, he threw his moral compass out the window, we're still going to sit here and say that he was right because right and wrong is based on what? Our moral compass, right? So if we're saying he threw his out the window, then he's wrong. No, okay. I don't think he was wrong. I don't think he was wrong for defending Bucky at all. No, I, I don't. I think right. that he was, he was, he got messed up. So, I mean, the bottom line is the gray area where this discussion is taking place. Nobody's going to agree on this because there's, there's not a right or wrong in this, yeah. really, because you're talking about a human who made some choices that was in a compromised situation there. He he didn't know what to do. And, and several times over throughout the rest of the Marvel Universe story, if you follow through the MCU and follow Cap's history, several times Cap has admitted that throwing Bucky's name in his face has compromised him. He said it. He is something that he actually regrets because he's made compromised decisions just because somebody said Bucky. So this is so, Bucky. If so you keep more context to him being wrong. No, it's not. More context to him being so, wrong. I don't think he was wrong for the moral compass thing. I don't think he's wrong for that because that was constructed for him to do so. Like he didn't have an opportunity to pick he didn't have right a choice, wrong. What I was saying. Now, what he was wrong for is jumping this man. <laughs> That's what he was wrong for. When it comes to the part of jumping him, I don't know. I was, I was in a great area because when I first saw it, I said that I didn't feel like they needed to jump him. However, That's what's what I know, what I, the thing is, is that in, in a situation where it's me and my sisters, me and, hold on. Choose Bucky and find a way to clear his name. Thank you. I thank you. Thank you. Um, when it comes to like me and my sisters and me and my family, right? One fight, we all fight. Okay. And so if something's going on and somebody's like, it's a fight between my sister and somebody else, my sister is not fighting by herself. Whoever you are, you are getting jumped. <laughs> <laughs> we'll sort it out exactly we'll sort it out later but whoever you are you are getting jumped my family is exactly like that but you can tell you can ask my dad you can ask my mom whenever something happens and the wilson family is together you are not fighting just me by myself you are fighting my cousin Teresa. you're fighting every single aunt that is there <laughs> yeah. They got hands we'll figure it out later <laughs> everybody hit somebody 
the difference in this conversation is that your your sister's not fighting a random person in the street. Your sister is fighting your cousin Teresa. Your sister is fighting somebody you have a close relationship with. So you're at this point, you're picking your sister over your cousin. Because that situation broke. That situation broke in Age of Ultron. That she was dead. And then even more so in Civil Wars, when you presented me with the Accords, which is another thing that you decided not to talk to somebody about until you just decided here are the accords and I've signed them already. What? Yeah, that's co-worker shit. All that aside. Co-worker is fuck. You snitching now. All, all now you're snitching. All that aside, to the point of you taking this person who has hundreds of years of combat experience and hundreds of ways of disarming, neutralizing, and even defending and protecting. You're telling me he didn't have he didn't have any kind of way to break up a fight without jumping this nigga? <laughs> you're already, you're already took not out of repulsive. Not, not if the nigga in the suit ain't trying to hear it. You done took out this nigga's repulsive boot already. <laughs> you done, you could have taken out like he, he's art at this point. He's breaking down the suit in multiple instances up until that point, and they're just jumping the nigga for fun at this point. You don't need to swing that shield back and forth if you knew that you could just hit that nigga in his chest and take out the entire and disarm the entire suit. If you knew you could hit his boots to take out the boots. Why are you then going back and forth, smacking him upside the head? Makes you know it's like you, you're, you're not, you're not, you're not fighting with the intent to disarm and and and, and defuse the situation. You just beating this nigga ass to beat this nigga ass because you you had resentment built up for him. And, and if that's the case, say so. That's Khan's point about the shield when he was like, you don't deserve the shield. My father gave you that shield and he just threw that shit down. I said, you can have that shit, bitch. Fuck you and the shield. And that's exactly what I'm going Tag team that nigga with that. I'm like, no. <laughs> well, I, I already beat your ass with it, so you are more than welcome to have it back. <laughs> on top of that, again, if you know that taking out his arc reactor would shut down that suit, because you knew, because you targeted that in the very last moment to, defuse, to stop the whole suit, why did you not target that from the beginning? You can see he knows how the suit operates to an extent because he's taking out repulsor boots, he's taking out mm -hmm. different parts of the suit to break it down and waits to the last moment after dog stomping the shit out of him for for five minutes before doing that. <laughs> that nigga had pent up aggression for Tony, is what it was. That nigga, Tony was Tony. The thing that annoys me, I'm like, all right, if it was for the fact you were just trying to defend him, I'd get that. That make more sense because it was just, it was a scene of him just like blocking uh, blast with the shield, yeah. throwing Tony off. That would make more sense. Not, mm -hmm. all right, I'm going to start that, but after a while, he was like, no, fuck this shit, bro. I'm just going to jump your ass and stop you because I'm tired of this shit. <laughs> and Tony was like, oh, I saw parents murdered. I feel feelings. I need to do something I feel feelings <laughs> I right feel now. Feeling. They beat his ass because that nigga felt feelings about his parents died. That's it. That's it. <laughs> today. That's it. I don't give a fuck about him. No one information. None of that bullshit. You saw this man saw his parents die in front of him in 4K Whoa. footage. And the person that did it is right next to him. That's like you. I stole a hundred dollars out your purse, and I'm standing right next to you. And this nigga con shows you footage of me doing it while I'm standing right next to you. You're gonna want to sock me in my goddamn jaw. You're gonna want to do that shit. That's your initial reaction. That's your human reaction. And this nigga cap jumped him for having a human reaction <laughs> when they gave they gave black parents the opportunity to fucking chill out. Okay, this shit funny. That's all I'm saying. This nigga, hey, this nigga, this nigga Cap is a fucking villain. Listen, I can, I can Get submit nigga out of here. the idea. I can submit to the idea that they should not have jumped. And a, I just want to submit to as well is that 
the fact we keep going back into moral character, right? And the fact that you're going into saying that he's a spy and that he lies and he does this, <coughs> then the whole mantle of being a cat and being that guy of oh, I am the moral standard of my whole nation, because that's how the that's how the whole nation looks at Captain America. The fact that he picks and chooses when he wants to be. Mr. Uh, 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 soldier Boy and have that moral compass and standard and red, white, and blue is what also makes him wrong because you pick and choose you. when you want to be a moral character, bro. You're wrong. You. I mean, Captain America in the comic books, Captain America quits being Captain America like six times, so I've, I've never put any stock Correct. in his Correct. moral character or none of that Like because, uh, like Jay said, his his morals were intact. He like, I mean, just based um, on you know, himself. So keep, it, um, keep in mind that he's, he's not wrong. Whole, he built his whole moral compass off of 20s American nationalist propaganda. Yep. So in his mind, he's looking at the world the way America looks at the world of right, wrong, evil, good. And we all know that America is very funny about that moral compass yep. and how they paint certain things. So I think that was the that was the metaphor there of like Captain America. We know America has issues and things aren't as black and white, which is the big dilemma he had in Winter Soldier as far as him mm -hmm. like wishing off suit and shit like that. He knows everything he did and felt and made decisions on before are a lie. And he has to rebuild how he believes in things, which is why he was going through a fucking moral dilemma in this moment here where he didn't have a yeah. choice of. Oh, shit's not going to be black and white for you, my boy. You got to make a decision. And rather exactly. than the right or wrong decision, you got to live with that. Which, again, <laughs> this well, nigga well, has admitted. The decision, like said, the decision and, is. And to your point, hold on, hold on, hold on. Like you said earlier, when Bucky's name, when your dad said earlier, when Bucky's name was brought up, he admits, yeah, I made, I made some fucked up decisions when Bucky's name was involved. This is one of those fucking decisions. That nigga fucked up. <laughs> and not, he fucked up. Not the involved. defending, but the jumping. Not the defending, both. but the jumping. Both. The jumping. I say both. No, nah, not the defending, but the jumping. I say both. You should let that shit say rock. Both. Like, <laughs> yeah. That, that's Whatever that's happens, happens. Like, that's like when you're on the street and your, home, your two homies fighting. It's like, hey, as long as nobody jump in, we're going to let this bitch rock. That nigga said, no. Nah, exactly. Fuck I'm jumping this exactly. Bitch. Listen, exactly. I was not saying. That's what I'm saying. Me and my sisters, me and my sisters, me and my cousins, especially my sister cousins. When it comes to my sister, I'll tell you the group. The sister cousins are me. My cousin Alexis, my cousin Caitlin, and my cousin Teresa. Now, when my aunt, my cousin Cheryl, my cousin, my cousin Sharice was in it with my auntie, Caitlin said, You not about to, and Caitlin whooped her ass. And then Teresa also. <laughs> Teresa also, Alexis also, because you're not about to do that. When it comes to people who we really aren't close with like that, you which makes y'all wrong. Which makes you wrong? Because why is you coming for her like that? You are getting jumped. From my bad. I'm standpoint, I think this is a little bit That's different. Wrong. The, the gender difference. Um, I know me growing up, Connor, you, you can test this too. Like, if me and my brother had a disagreement and we were fighting, my grandma said, Let them go ahead and fight, let them get it out, like let them go in the grunt yard, let them do their thing, and they'll get out their system, and then we good. That nigga didn't give them. Captain give them opportunity. <laughs> he was like, "Nah, fuck that's that." Fuck all that. 
I will submit to the idea that the jumping part, like after you've already taken out the repulsor ray and the and, and like you got synchronized takedowns, that part after after that part, and then it's just you back and forth, they all alternating the shield and shit. Okay, I will submit to the idea that that part was unnecessary. Like, what did you have time to practice that shit? How did you know to do Bucky though? Defending Bucky, I do not think that that was wrong. Yeah, I just I'm defending him as far as not letting him get murdered. Cool, but yeah, bro, he, let him get his ass a little bit. He deserves. Hey, that. yo, this statement needs to be highlighted, bro. <laughs> this statement needs to exactly. Be highlighted. Exactly. Hey, guess, guess where both the niggas is from? Nineteen twenties. Niggas where schools were not integrated yet. Them niggas were not fucking. They didn't know to come with some right or wrong at all. When that nigga kept went back to the nineteen twenties and forties, I didn't see shit in Marvel history and. Miss Marvel, Captain Marvel, anything going forward talking about Cap being a leader in the civil rights movement. No, that nigga went back <laughs> and lived his life and let niggas suffer. All, the, all my black friends I had, oh, Sam, Nick, <sighs> they grenades and should be fine. That nigga, Cap could have ended that nigga back then. If he went back in time, he could have ended segregation. But you remember they're not supposed to open timelines either. They're not supposed to do shit. Fuck that. Fuck that. He went back in time. He stayed. That's the same that's that, so the in-game conversation with the time and all of that shit, that's a whole co different conversation because I keep telling people that when he decided to fucking stay with Agent Carter, he just like he created a whole completely different timeline in and of itself. And I'm like, no, he didn't because I'm like, yes, he did because he wasn't supposed mean, to stay there. If you believe like the butterfly effect and how that shit works in like the mm. real time, he was but not. Man, I want to see the timeline where this nigga was a civil rights leader because that nigga went back to again. The hold on, and, and I love, I love, I love bringing that up too because even with that point being said, oh, Tony shouldn't have made a plan without bringing it to the team. They literally made a plan together, and Cap went against the fucking plan for selfish reasons. What plan was that? About Tony. What plan was that? About Tony. Saying that was it's, not the job. They that didn't know at that point. They didn't know how him. Like, um, what's his face? What What's his face? Wasn't supposed to sacrifice himself either. He did that on his own. That was not part of the plan. Wait a yeah, minute. They were about to Wait lose. They were about to lose. That, yeah. And they were. That was not part of the plan. So he said. No. What's his face? Doctor Strange said you have one. He decided to take that one shot and be selfish. He said that shit out here. Wait a minute. What? He never, oh, told, him. This. He never told him this. that he was going to die. He never said that. Clip this. Clip this. You just say it. Talk to her. Talk to her. The, the, alternative, the alternative to sacrificing himself is Thanos winning and them niggas still losing. It's either I sacrifice myself and shit potentially goes right or we lose and the world's still in shambles. This nigga caps alternatives were stay here, potentially create a catastrophic time rendering event that destroys the universe or do what we planned, drop the shit off, and go back and be cool. Those are very two different but alternatives. We can also say that he did go, he did do that part. He did drop them off and take the, the shit back. Yes. But staying or leave, like staying or leaving wasn't really part of the plan because when he was talking to um when he's talking to Bucky and he was like, um, Bucky already knew his ass wasn't fucking coming back. He had made he had made like the plan with Sam to be like, yeah, I'm gonna go do this and I'll be back. Bucky, because Bucky has his traitorous too. That's why. Bucky is. I mean, I'm just he is. If he but, goes back, depending on how you believe in time, if he goes back and stays there and steps on a cockroach that wasn't meant to be stepped on mm -hmm. at that moment in time because he was there, he could set up a whole fucking chain of events 
that ends up with the world with Thanos happening 20 years earlier. But did you see the theory that they have that um, at Agent Carter's funeral, at her funeral, um, he's actually sitting on the right? That's a theory. I got to see it. I had to until yeah, they kind so of confirm that shit. It's a theory. The theory is that he went like it was to connect in game and all of that stuff. And the theory is that old man Steve is actually sitting on the right hand side while young Steve is carrying her uh her casket and shit. That he's sitting over here. So you know what makes that even worse? The fact that with that and old I man said, Steve came back and MLK still got murdered. I hate you. <laughs> This nigga, this nigga went back in time and could have been MLK's bodyguard. He could have protected. That nigga could have been Fred Hampton's right hand man. He could have led that Rainbow Coalition. And what they gonna do? Try to assassinate that man? No, he's a fucking super soldier. He take them niggas out with ease. He decided to go back and chill and let the world burn around him. That nigga saw lynchings happening. And he saw hold on, Wall Street get blown and, down and was chilling. Listen, and T'Chaka still gets murdered. So, oh God. Oh God! <laughs> All the fuck shit still happens. You want a hey, you chase it up for your own interest, but fuck everybody else though. <laughs> fuck that nigga. Fuck Captain America. Fuck Steve Rogers. The selfish, disloyal bastard. Fuck him. Oh, this shit is funny. Well, we are at what one to an hour and twenty. Hour and twenty on this very very fun conversation. Thank you to Charlie for coming. As our guest, have to have you on again for something else. Um, I think the the show that we did for the early two thousands. Um, so we did pre record early two thousands. It's going to be on the YouTube channel, and of course, um, it's going to be on the podcast. If you have Apple Podcasts, if you have uh, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Podcast, whatever, what have you. It'll also be on there probably on Thursday, but it will be on um, the YouTube channel on Tuesday um, so that you guys can see that episode. Um, and if you guys like that episode, we will come back for uh, mid 2000. So 2000, what did I say, Charlie? 2006 to 2012? Yeah, yeah, we can do that. I mean, unless you want to go like 2010s and up. Well, yeah, so 2006 to 2010, and then after that, we'll do 2010s and up. And then I did tell you that if those are really successful, we will also do a 90s. I, I ain't too much I can do there. That's you want to call somebody, yeah, because we're young as fuck. Because you are young, I watched, I watched some of that, shit. like, I, I, ain't, <laughs> I, I ain't gonna lie, like, I was watching that shit when it was coming out. I can't, that's a conversation I can't have with y'all. Like artifacts, museum curated pieces. It's hilarious that you are so much younger than me. I cannot believe that. Hey, man, I'm just cute like that, dog. I can't say. And and what cons are you going to be going to this year? Ah, that's a good question. Um, I I, I hope to plan on being at Blurred um, Con, <laughs> Dream Con. Um, I'll be at Villa Marie Con for sure because that's an easy one to do. Um, in Buffalo, New York, that's kind of a smaller one though. Um, but I, I, I'm, I'm going to make the effort to try to be at DreamCon and BlurredCon for sure, and I'll most definitely be at LA Comic Con again at the end of the year um, for reasons of selling books and making some money. Um, but yeah, we'll see. It's just a matter of how my finances stack up around that time period and if I can get tickets for DreamCon because those tickets are ridiculous. Con, what about you? Oh, uh, you know, hanging out with my partner, Dr. Kaori, at one of these cons. Hopefully, running into Charlie. I won't be at uh, DreamCon this year, even though it was a dream last year. 
Um, I'm going to be at San Diego Comic-Con, uh, guaranteed. Um, and, and I don't know, man, I'm playing it by ear. I want to travel out to different spots this year. Uh, my, my goal every time I do a Comic-Con is to do ones that I haven't done. Uh, which I've been consistent with. So I want to go travel out for some different Comic Cons, hopefully like, you know, in different states and cities. You know what I'm saying? I've done I've done Vegas, I've done LA, I've done, you know, LA is gonna always be annual though. That's because that's when all the, the niggas get together. You know what I'm saying? So uh, but I have the only one which is crazy, I'm from Oakland, the only one that's close to me is I haven't done Oakland. So was just I'm hopefully I'll make Oakland happen this year, but I did do Sacramento. I've done San Francisco. Um, so yeah, man, I, I'll let y'all know. I'll, I'll pull up. Uh, I'm gonna play by ear, but yeah, I should be going to hopefully, if not this year, at least next year. Uh, BlurCon. I haven't been to BlurCon, so we'll see what's going on. Heard good things. I've heard good well, things. Well, y'all already know I've me. Heard great so, <clears throat> I, as a birthday present to myself, am going to WonderCon in Anaheim it's at the end of March. Um, then, of course, we have Level Up in Nevada that I'll be going to again. Um, I'll be going to MomoCon in Atlanta um, as well. I will be at BlurredCon this year, first time and everything. And I'll definitely be at DreamCon, as I told you guys before. I'll be attempting to go to Anime NYC. I will be at Dragon Con for sure. Oh, hit me up. I'll be a I forgot about that. I'll, I'll try Dragon Con again this year because it's like... Yep, it's and then, of course, New York Comic Con, LA Comic Con, and Anime Weekend in Atlanta as well. So, you guys will be best anime villain right now. Mm. I'm probably going to go to Mahito. That's like the only reason I've been watching was JJ. Uh, yeah, I was about to say. Mm. <laughs> I was about to say, yeah. Hurt my feelings. I have not continued on because I I haven't even really gotten to the part with none uh, of me because I already know what's gonna happen and I'm just not emotionally ready for that. I um, love watching all my thirsty homegirls writhe in pain and watching that. I'm not ready. I'm not ready for such things. So I have not continued. Um, uh, somebody um on one of the other channels said, uh, Aaron Aaron is not a villain and I need y'all to relax. Yes, he is. No, he's not. If you commit genocide to any extent, you are Aaron not a villain, <laughs> and I need y'all to calm down. You committed cold-blooded genocide. Down. He's not a villain. He's not. I'm sorry. You, oh man, I gotta watch. I gotta watch. I forgot you. Are, I forgot you keep bodies in the trunks. I gotta watch you around me. Oh my god, you, you out here. The trunk is crazy. Advocating for racist Nazis and, and, and <laughs> dictating shit. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's Sakuna, uh, I can say Sakuna as well. Yeah. Oh, 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 yeah. Fuck Mahito. Yes. Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah. Um, we also, if you guys haven't, uh, solo leveling started yesterday. First yeah. episode is amazing. Um, Classroom the, of the Elite Season 3. I don't know if anybody was watching that. Season 3 is out on Crunchyroll. Um, and then this week on the 9th is going to be the um, Street Fighter versus uh, Spy Family. I'm ready for that. Um, so that's there and, um, and we have like a bunch of new animes that are coming out. Uh, so, and I'm going to try to do some like reviews for those things. Of course, you can follow my movie reviews on Kaori's Corner on Facebook because the movies and shows that I'd be randomly picking have been really freaking good. Some of them. The last one I just finished the pacing was weird, but my girl yeah. stood on business the entire show and I'm, killed everybody that needed to be killed. 
I'm Good two. Night. I'm two episodes in, maybe three. I'll try to be finished up soon. Wait, which one? The uh, you you fool me once or fool me twice. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. She 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 is on business the the whole time. Was and, and every I will say everybody in the show, including her, does everything wrong. It's but been cool. it's, been it's, cool. it's very necessary. But I I liked I loved fool me once. Um. Took over 30 minutes. <laughs> and he did for 30 minutes. And he was not in there long. Um, but thank you again, Charlie. And uh just so just in case anybody forgot where to find Charlie at. Yeah, we appreciate it. We're on our way to a thousand. We have some good content coming. Uh, we got an extra editor on, so I have some pressure taken off my back. And I also have my own personal channel over at Captain Diesel's Dojo, where I'm going to be working on some more passion projects. And uh, I'm going to have some streams up. I think tomorrow, actually, I'm going to be doing a stream with these individuals here over some more uh, DC-oriented conversations, because that's where my heart lies um, and where that stuff's going. And then I have some gaming. I'm going to be starting The Last of Us 2. I know the second season's coming soon, and I've never played the second game up to this point. I've avoided all spoilers. Since it came out, and I finally have it, so I'm like, all right, we're gonna play this on the stream and make it a whole thing. So that's happening. Yeah, well, Charlie, are you going to be part of our gaming episode next Sunday? Sure, I don't got shit to do. Yeah, we have our gaming episode, our gaming edition. Um, we've got several people, uh, Otis included. Um, oh yeah, he told me about that actually. Yeah, talking yeah. about different games, and of course, uh, Charlie also is with Blurred.com. If you guys remember or know what that is, um, mm-hmm. and. I get my first article published with them tomorrow. So I hope you guys enjoy that because it stressed me out the entire night. Okay. I was up until two o'clock in the morning (laughs) and very, very judgy of myself because I was like, I'm about to erase this entire thing because I think it sounds like shit, but it was just like, oh no, it sounds dope. And I was like, oh my God. Okay. If you guys know, you know. I love this. That was a good (laughs) one. And of course, Khan. Use this. <laughs> I'm courage, if anything. But anyways, though, yeah, man, it's your boy, the comment, KHNM, five us today. Catch me in first base. Catch me on top of no capital from every scene with your pen. Um, you cue that up really good, by the way, every time. You do a good job. You, I also want to compliment you. You, you emceed this uh, both episodes today very masterfully. So mm-hmm. I'm very proud of you. Also, good job on your article. Charlie, you know, you you the mastermind behind all calls, book, closed doors. So, you know, good job on doing your thing, brother. Uh, finally get some swag about you. I'm proud about that, too. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but, yeah, man, uh, tapping no cap, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what we got uh, going on for this Friday. Kaori is my co-host. We will figure it out. We will let y'all know. Um, but that is always going to be on Friday, 8 p.m., uh, Pacific Standard Time, 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You know what I'm saying? That's T-A-P apostrophe N-N-O-C-A-P apostrophe N. So, yeah, man. We'll holler at y'all. See y'all next Friday. Appreciate you for having me on. <laughs>